Welcome back to Primetime Kansas City. On today's episode, we're going to break down the Chiefs win over the Broncos, 34-28. Break down whatever the hell that game just was. Uh, too close for comfort, that's what it was. Then we'll dive into NFL Week 15. Chiefs are headed to Houston to play the Texans. Uh, and we'll do Lock of the Week and Underdog of the Week. Let's go ahead and get the show kicked off. Um, what the fuck happened in that game? Because... That was way too close for comfort. If we play how we did the first two quarters with before the two-minute warning, I'm okay with that. If we play how we did after the two-minute warning in the first half, then we're screwed. Like That was the, one of the worst games we played. Any other team in this league, other than the Texans on our schedule, we would have lost to. It just happened to be the Broncos. Like, we got lucky there. We can't be wanting to have something like that happen all the time. Now, I will say this. I wasn't able to watch most of the game – I was at work and driving, so I won't have a lot of input on this, but from what I saw, that's pretty much what I figured out, is first half we were good up until the two-minute warning. After that, we were just shit. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty pretty solid analysis of it. Um, you know, this game's had a lot of, um, definitely turned a lot of the fan base against Steve Spagnuolo, uh, nod, nod. Um, look, yeah. I do not think Steve Spagnuolo is perfect, but... I think the defense has gotten a slightly bad rap for this game. I know a lot of people um, are pointing to the fact that the Broncos haven't scored that much all year, which is true, but we also gave the ball away three times on offense um, pretty stupidly. Um, Mahomes had some of his just crazy voodoo plays. He had the the touchdown pass to McKinnon that was just typical, like nobody else in the league does that. Um and he threw a few bad interceptions, and then he threw another passing touchdown that was just ridiculously impressive as well. Um, so really a very hot and very cold performance from Mahomes um, and probably cost him the MVP, uh, which is kind of crazy to say in a game where you score 35 points. But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely a slightly concerning performance for the Chiefs, though, because as much as I did um, come out and say that I don't have issues with Steve Spagnuolo or any of that, I think that the defense is definitely one of the worst defenses we've had with Mahomes. I was initially on the side that they were pretty good. Um, I'm a little less convinced of that at this moment in the season. I I, just, I saw a stat that said I think like the Chiefs ranked this year has obviously went down with Spags over the year. I want to say we were 23rd, which isn't good, obviously. Yeah, and it's weird because usually our defense has had a rough start to the season and they start to pick it up towards the end. That's pretty much been yeah. the trend um, for the entirety of Spagnola. We're getting the exact opposite now. Um, only thing is, I think most of that just comes down to the fact that the Chiefs don't have a single veteran in uh, the secondary. They're not secondary, but playing defensive back. They got Joshua Williams and Trent McDuffie carrying tremendous loads, and they just struggle to get to the quarterback. And I think that is something that is going to be uh, taken advantage of when the Chiefs make the playoffs. Yeah, so I'm the known Spags hater. Yes, that is me. Um, I do not like the guy. I don't think... Uh, I think he's underachieved in his time here, even though we won a Super Bowl with him. But uh, to John's point, yeah, the secondary is way too young. It's been the biggest concern all season. And then they trade Rashad Fenton for a seventh-round pick. Wasn't... Really sure of that trade when it happened. Not really sure of that trade now, considering how young and inexperienced we are in the secondary. 
I don't know. Like it, it was a very concerning game. You get up twenty-seven nothing. You're kicking their ass. You're doing what you're supposed to do, and then the rest of the way you get outscored twenty-eight to six. And this wasn't some game where like, oh, we went into prevent defense and the Broncos kind of just got some garbage time touchdowns to make it look closer. This was this went from a twenty-seven to nothing game in what like the two-minute warning uh, in the first half to a twenty-seven to twenty-one game midway through the third quarter. Uh, Chiefs, like I said, uh, Mahomes with some dumb interceptions. Obviously, he's going to make great plays. I think the biggest problem with Kansas City, though, you know, let's go to board, towards both sides of the ball, is they're dead last in the NFL in tur- turnover differential. Uh, that That is piss poor. That, that can't happen. That is unacceptable. Just just put it, just put it simply. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all kind of started to realize – what is going on with this Chiefs defense? And I mean, if you don't get it figured out, who knows what happens in the playoffs. But I can tell you this, we won't have a good chance to uh, win, a, win a ring. So. Yeah, I I think that, and I think one thing that we have to say about that is I think most of the years with Mahomes, a lot of times it's felt like we're the clear favorite in the AFC. I just don't think that you can say that about this team. Um, I, I still think they have every opportunity if they can perform to their capacity, but there are just so many glaring concerns on defense. Um, and look, I mean, we lost last year largely because we couldn't get, hold our own in the second half against the Bengals on the, on the defensive side of the ball. And I worry that a similar type of repeat could be coming. Um, so this, this past, or just this week in general has not been the most opt or the past two weeks have not been the most optimizing for the chiefs in my opinion. No, not at all. Uh, has not looked like a Super Bowl team the past two weeks, to say the least. They just have really struggled um, in games. Obviously, the Cincy game, you understand a little more, but the Denver game... I mean, part of the reason I'm so critical on Spags is because that's a Denver offense that season-high points was 23. That was their season-high. They they put 28 on you. and you're, And you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender? Like that that's that's an issue. That is a big issue. The the Chiefs are the switch. only defense that I know all season long that has made Russell Wilson look like a good quarterback. He actually didn't look bad versus the Chiefs. After that pick six by Willie Gay, he looked quite efficient. And the fact that you allowed him to look quite efficient says a lot about your defense. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's part of it. I think another part of it is it says a lot about Mahomes throwing three crappy interceptions. Oh, yeah. But oh, I, yeah. you're absolutely right. Uh, and yeah, we you would like to see some improvement down the line here. It's pretty late in the year. You know, all hope is not lost, but at the same time, Chiefs don't look incredible at the moment. But like I said um, on Sunday, that Cincinnati didn't look incredible last December. Tampa didn't look incredible the December before. Um, that's just kind of the way it is sometimes. It it really is about just getting hot. As you enter the playoffs, Chiefs have a lot of things to figure out. Um, they have the easiest schedule remaining, uh, percentage-wise, win percentage-wise. So they have an opportunity to get hot now and move forward into the playoffs uh, with you know either the one or two seed. But yeah, and I think I think they have a tremendous opportunity to get the one seed. I I think with the schedule that the Bills still have remaining compared to the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not. No so one has an easier schedule than the Chiefs. Like. Yeah. I'll say yeah. that, but you guys do have to realize, in my opinion, I think the Buffalo Bills 
are gonna win out. Like I don't think it's gonna be. Don't they play the Bengals? Yeah, they do go to Cincinnati. I don't really think that even matters. Like in my opinion, just the way the Bills have been playing, you know. They barely beat the Jets. This I don't know. I don't think the Bills have been a team that's been just lighting shit up recently. I mean, especially given what we know about the Vikings now. Um, I don't know. I'm not. And and you got to consider Von Miller's out for the season. Um, yeah, true. I'll they, give that. Still got the Dolphins. They still have the Bengals, and they still have the Patriots. Um, I I think there's a completely legitimate possibility that they they catch a loss yeah they have have the Dolphins this week so we'll see yeah Yeah. all right let's head into week 15 now that we've recapped that game Josh give us the standings I've got to be in last by now right would you like developing news for a different sport or would you like to do lock of the week developing news real quick yeah we're breaking news even though people are going to hear this like a few days later yeah just get your initial reactions Royals have had a uh, public meeting today Oh, with yeah. the fans of the people. And I quote John Sherman said, I'll watch The Wire over the next couple of days. We could be adding some pitching talent. And when you look at the pitching talent that's available, the best pitcher available right now that's unsigned is Carlos Rondon. Uh, I don't yeah. see us signing a 30-year-old. No, we're not signing Rondon. We don't have the just, money to just sign gonna, Just going to be taking you guys down this list. Then you go down to Nathan Avaldi, which... Could be maybe one of the most royal signings I've ever seen. We'll probably overpay the shit out of him to like a four-year, $90 million deal, which he's not worth. Then you have, you have, yep, yeah, that, that's what I was kind of alluding to. Then you have Michael Walker. No. Eh, no. Then you have Tate. Nope, he's signed. Okay, so what we're going to add is pitching talent for the Royals. It's, it's Zach Greinke. Like, that's the only person. That okay, or John Cueto. Too, but yeah, like I don't know. Like it's gonna have to be Nathan Ovaldi if that's who he's alluding to. It's, did he say starting pitching or pitching? pitching? He said we'll be adding some pitching talent. Okay. And I think everyone's like main like thought is starting pitching because that's 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 what I think. That's the okay. Watch him just resign Grinky. Watch that be the. Move. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, we got some pitching talent." And I'll be like, okay, no. Guy that I want, um, Ryan Yarborough. Has he signed yet? I don't believe so. Um, he was in Tampa. I really like him. He's a starter, although, you know, they kind of do their weird opener stuff. Uh, but I like him. He's a free agent. Uh, Dylan Bundy is a name I've thrown out. Probably a low risk three or four in the rotation. And then a guy that I like out of the pen that used to be a starter that you might be able to sign is Michael Fulmer uh, from Detroit. So those are just a few guys that I've thrown out there. Um, hopefully they are able to bring in somebody, though, because I'm pretty sure at this point they're the only team in the entire league not to sign a free agent. Which is honestly kind of impressive. But that's kind of I just kind of wanted to bring that up and get your guys' thoughts. Um, lock of the week, week 15. Can't believe we're already here. Mm-hmm. John, you are the only person to have – won anything last week <laughs> and you won both your picks wow off, off a bullshit play <laughs> wait what, oh were my his, what were his what were his i picked the rams and i picked the oh my and the how did you get the rams the rams one was so geez. john is five seven and two i am nine five and oh jackson is five nine and oh underdog of the week john is six and eight and jackson and i are both four and ten do you know the last lock of the week i won it had been like eight weeks ago. Titans Chiefs. That's the last lock of the week I've gotten. 
And that was the easiest lock of the year. <laughs> no. But now I'm first, right? Now I'm dead last. Uh, so I get to go first. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are now. You're officially okay. dead last. Let's go. Now I get first dibs. Let's kick it off. Thursday night football. 49ers at Seahawks. Niners are three and a half point road favorites. Looking at um, the slate, I will say this. Oh, I get Before, to now. This well, no, I know. I was just going to say, looking oh, at the right. slate. It's going to be weird. Looking at the slate, there's a lot of good lines that I like this right. week. No, oh, that's uh, you're, you're, you already lost. Um, Yeah, I think Seattle's coming back down to earth. I like San Francisco here. Been saying it all season. I think they're coming out of the NFC last week. Damn impressive. Brock Purdy looks pretty comfortable. And, I mean, who wouldn't be in an offense with that many weapons? So, uh, you know, they I mean, he not... doesn't have Debo this week, so it'll be yeah. interesting to see. It's true. Still got McCaffrey, Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, who's been really the wide receiver one there this year, um, and a hell of a defense. So I like San Francisco. To me, they're the class of the NFC. Uh, Yeah, I'll take the Seahawks underdog of the week. He's going Thursday um, night again. Wow. I know. I know. I've seen Thursday night time before. I went Thursday night, home, three and a half point underdogs, or wherever the Rams were. They were somewhere near that. Um, They're six I don't and know. A half. The, the, the Seahawks, um, one thing I have to say about them, I kind of like to put them on fraud alert, but they are one of the five teams in the NFC with a positive point differential. Wow. Um. Out of curiosity, without looking, can you guys name the four others? There's three obvious ones and one. Wait, what were you saying? Kind of what was this? NFC teams with a positive point about? differential. Seattle's There's one of them. Cowboys. 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 Eagles. Eagles. 49ers. Niners. And then there's a tricky one. Commanders? Nope. Uh, um, Detroit? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Lions. Okay, but Detroit Detroit shuts out their opponent when they win, and when they lose, they just get their shit. Right I mean, that's, yeah, so. but that's the way it is. They're but plus in, two. Interesting enough, I mean, I think Detroit might be one of the best, probably the best under five hundred team in the NFL, with an interesting sliver of a chance to slip into the playoffs if they could build some momentum here. Um, yeah, they no, do have a relatively easy finish to the season. If you don't, oh, yeah. if you don't rate the Jets, that's what we um, talked about this whole time. I remember last week when we were talking about it. The Lions can win last week, which they did. They have a path. There is a they path. They do have a path. There is a path. Um, but but while we were on the um the Seahawks game, I I also rate the Seahawks. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I I just think maybe hey, Brock Purdy has a little bit of a tricky game now that people have gotten some more looks of him. Um, so why not? We'll take Seattle. I agree with John. I was going to mention that. I mean, the Buccaneers had to go in there looking at college film. They didn't have much on him. Now, they still played really well. They won 35-7. to This wasn't like a two-point victory. So, like, I still think Purdy's going to be able to make those adjustments that are needed. So, I'm going to give the Niners a win. Guys, I love their games on Saturday and Sunday this week. That is so nice. And next week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the entire rest of the season, right? Yeah, they do that now once the or once at least the most of the season. Yeah. Um yeah, Saturday noon, Vikings are four point favorites over the Colts. Um this is a weird line cuz I think Indianapolis is hot dog shit, but man does Vegas not like Minnesota. I mean, they're saying that if this was in Indianapolis that the Vikings would be a point favorite. Um yeah, this one's weird. I 
This kind of feels like to me. You remember last week how they had the Titans as four point uh, uh, favorites over Jacksonville, and I was kind of like, really, only four? Uh, but I'm kind of feeling like that again. So I'm gonna just steer clear of this and pick the Vikings. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings to win. Um, I just because I have a Jeff Saturday agenda. Yes, um, of course, of course. I quite frankly like think Vegas was definitely correct in the way that they don't rate the Vikings. Uh, case in point, the Lions beat them. Um, I just think the Colts are kind of butt, so I'll, I'll go with the Vikings. But yeah, man, only four point favorites as a ten and three team at home against the four eight and one Colts with a television personality as their head coach. I'm gonna go Vikings. I. I was close to locking it in, but not going to do it. Yeah, like it makes too much sense to lock in. I I don't understand the line. And uh, we talked about it last week when we were thinking about locking in Vikings-Lions, and none of us did it. We all would have lost. I picked Detroit last week. No, I know. We all were like, well, Viking, Vikings line just seems a little too odd. Like We all knew Vegas knew yeah, something. Yeah. Vegas knows something again. Um, Raven, this is another Saturday game, uh, Ravens and Browns, the Browns are two and a half point home favorites. This game really to me is a pass until I learn what Lamar status is. I don't have a strong feeling on this game, especially because Tyler Huntley is also questionable. Yeah. On the chance that it's Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown, I will take the Browns in this one. Um, I did catch the end of that Browns game the other day on red zone um, Deshaun, like for a second, looked like he was gonna bring it back for him. Um, and yeah. he did not. Yeah. Um, but it it kind of felt like there were a few moments there where I was like, ah, oh, damn, like there that was Deshaun Watson. You know? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's kind of getting back to form. Um, any hope that he was just gonna be washed up when he came back is pretty much gone for me. Um, so I'll take the Browns in this one. I honestly don't even mind taking them if it's against Huntley. But if it's Lamar, then obviously the Ravens the preferred option. I'm going to go Browns as well. Yeah, I'll pick. Yeah, I'm doing what John did. I'm taking Ravens with Lamar, Browns without Lamar. Saturday night. It's all good. This is an interesting game. Good game. Dolphins at Bills. Bills are seven and a half point home favorites. Man, I mean, this is, this is an interesting one. Buffalo, man. I, we talked about it last week. They should not ten point favorites versus the Jets, a team that had already beaten them, was a little high. This feels a little high too. Miami seven and a half. Miami already beat Buffalo. Um, it's just Tua, man. I don't trust Tua. I got to take the Buffalo Bills in this one because, in quite honest, I, I look at Tua Tagovailoa this season, and in the big some of the biggest games he's played in this year, he has. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so they beat Pittsburgh, they beat Detroit, they beat the Bears, they beat the Browns, they beat the Texans. What an easy path that was. Now the last two weeks, they lose to the Niners and Chargers, and Tua has looked terrible. Uh, to me, Miami's a decent team, but they're not... I know they won week three versus Buffalo, but I don't think they're on that tier. I'm, I'm taking Buffalo to win. But in my opinion, this is a little bit of an inflated line. Yeah, um... The Sunday night game for the Dolphins didn't instill a lot of confidence in them for me. Um, I obviously want to see them do well. It would move us back into the driver's seat for that one seed. At the same time, uh, I think the Bills will pull this one out. Once again, um, Bills 
without Von Miller for the rest of the year. That is a big difference. That guy is a monster. Um, but they managed to get by last week. Um, and I don't know. Dolphins might be running out of steam a little bit towards the end, which they usually tend to do. Yeah, this line was six and a half. I probably would have taken Buffalo lock of the week, but I'm not going to. I still like Buffalo to win. I think Josh Allen's going to start finding it, finding his way. It is looking like it might be a little snow game in Orchard Park. Yeah. That does anything to anybody, but... And, and also, be, the Dolphins might not even have Tyree Kill. They better not be pussies and move the game, either. I want to see a snow game. Um, well, well the last one, time, they really didn't have a choice. snow symbol, yeah. It's fake. Usually, um, the more snow, the more snow see. symbols, and there's only one. Snow let's symbol. do our, like, biannual weekly uh, Buffalo weather check. Yeah, 32 in snow. Yeah, it's not going to stick. Okay. Sunday's action. Uh, let's just start with Chiefs-Texans because it's a noon game. Chiefs are 14-point favorites. Good golly. I'll say one thing. Chiefs are going to want to play a lot better than they did last week. And to me, Houston gave their best shot of the season last week to Dallas. So in a sense, I feel a little better about that because I doubt the Texans can play that well back-to-back weeks. So I'm going to take... Kansas City here. I'm not going to overthink this. I think Kansas City wins this game comfortably. Um, Yeah. I think that the Chiefs, and particularly the Chiefs offense, are going to come into this one a little bit pissed off because even though they beat the Broncos, you can definitely tell that the team themselves were not happy with the performance. I don't know. like The, the post-game interview with Mahomes, he was not celebrating the win really no, at all. No. Outside, he was basically laying the credit off to everyone but himself, um, which I think is kind of him gearing up. I know that, like, in his career coming off the two games he's had where he's thrown three interceptions, he's gone for, like, four touchdowns and, like, a combined, like, 600 yards between the two games. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. uh, Like, a few things go into this. One... Uh, I want to piss you guys off, so I'm going to lock the Chiefs minus 14. God damn it. 14-point lines. God like, quite it. frankly, like, this is... Okay, so- I thought you were about to take Texans. And I was going to be like, that's actually not a bad pick, but Chiefs minus 14. I just don't even but, think that's a good pick. And for, No, it's not a good pick, but I just want, in the event that the Chiefs lose, I want you guys to be extra uh, pissed off. So I'll take it. Um, more likely than not, the Chiefs will win by like 10. But I think there's a solid coin flip of a chance that the Texans roll over and let us rub their bellies. And it's, so. John, if the chiefs lose this week, will you stop picking Chiefs games? No, I will continue picking chiefs games, man. If that's the truth and that's awesome. Like as much as I love Patrick Mahomes, the idea that maybe I'm capable of sabotaging him is pretty damn cool. If you think about it. So you're, you're I will off, continue it. No, you're off the podcast. If you keep doing this shit, if we lose to the Texans, you're off the podcast. Yeah, that, that we're done. You will, no, no, you will get no. Officially, officially, you will get a one. You will get a one podcast ban. If the Chiefs lose to the Texans, I will not come back on the podcast until I have a single nice thing to say about John Sherman. <laughs> okay, so never. Okay, exactly. Um. Okay, John, did you pick or not, John? Josh. Uh, no, I didn't pick. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Not touching that line. Simple, simple. I mean, I can't anyway. I'm also hoping Kadarius Tony comes back this week. That's a guy I'd like to see. This is a good chance to get him some reps. Uh, and he participated a lot in practice last week. So 
Hopefully. Yeah, they said he should be good to go this week. It was yeah. Hopefully, he'll be geared up for this. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Chicago Bears. The Eagles are nine point road favorites. Eagles burned me last week. Uh, I everything in my power is telling me Chicago plus nine here. It's the obvious play, but I I'm gonna leave it alone. I'll just take Philly to win. Yeah. So. I have a big bone to pick with Philly. The the I consume too much national media for my own good. And as the people in here know, I just think Jalen Hurts is a complete fucking bum. Um not not a bum, but I don't think he's anything that should be getting MVP consideration for a couple of reasons. One, look at their schedule. Oh my god. It is crazy easy. That like yeah, outside is. of their games against the Cowboys and Whatever you consider the commanders to be, there is nobody in there that actually can give them a run for their money. And second of all, what what can you like I, I tweeted about this earlier this week. What can you genuinely say the Chiefs record would be if Jalen Hurts was our quarterback? Because I think we would be some miserable bastards if it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. I really think there's maybe baby Josh Allen and maybe Joe Burrow could get something out of this team. I feel like pretty much the rest of the quarterbacks in this league are going to be insanely infuriating to watch on this Chiefs team. Um, I I just think it's hilarious that after one week in which the Chiefs still had pretty pretty impressive offensive output, albeit a rough performance from Mahomes, is what convinced everyone that Jalen Hurts is having a more impressive season than Patrick Mahomes or a more valuable season, whatever you want to say. Well, it's, I think... It's, I think the thing when you when you talk about the MVP is too, is I think an uh, aspect of the MVP is also how much did they take you by how much did it like yeah, impress yeah you're you? absolutely right like I saw that the MVP the the biggest thing that they look for is shiny new toys which yeah that's fine Mahomes but, is that toy that you always come back to every year but but the, the thing is about the shiny new toy thing is that Aaron Rodgers just won it back to back seasons and I know Mahomes hasn't had a blow away statistical year like Rodgers had the past couple of years because I'll give him credit. It was nuts. But at the same time, man, I just don't understand. Like if you watch the Eagles, AJ Brown is so open all the time. I could throw touchdown passes to him, dude. Like there's just nothing Jalen Hurts is doing where I'm like, holy shit, that guy right there is an NFL star. There are like nine other quarterbacks that I would prefer to have over him. And I just, I truly think that there are, there are, all of those guys that I could list off could play for the Eagles and they would have the same record and they would have similar stats and no one would give a damn about Jalen Hurts. And that's the end of my case. Yeah, with all that being and, said, I'm very tempted to take Eagles minus nine. Yeah, but. You should. The Bears are awful. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to take. I'm just going to take Eagles. I think Justin Fields can somehow make it a game. Did the Bears have last week off? Yep. Okay, I was going to say we didn't hear anything about Justin Fields. No, yeah, they didn't play last week. Okay, um, Falcons at Saints. Saints are four point favorites. Desmond Ritter is getting his first start of his career for Atlanta. Um, man, what do you even do with this line? Um, <laughs> I mean, this is. New Orleans is coming off probably like one of the most heartbreaking, infuriating Monday night losses of all time. Uh, Atlanta's both of these teams are coming off of a bye week. I'll take Atlanta. Let's see what Desmond Ritter's got. I trust. I 
I have more hope for him than I do for Andy Dalton. I'll say that. Um, sure. Why not? Desmond Ritter. I can't say I've watched a game of either of these two teams for more than like two minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Give me Falcons underdog of the week. Okay. Yeah. Easy enough. All right. Um, we have a pick 'em coming up. Detroit at the Jets is a pick 'em. It is straight up. No real uh, lean anywhere. Um, Mike White is questionable playing this game. Could be Flacco. Um, I don't care who plays in it. I like Detroit. Yeah, I like Detroit too. Um, yeah, that that's kind of what it boils down to. I just think that I, I enjoy the fact that Jared Goff is kind of making us eat a little bit of crow right now. He's not terrible. And quite frankly, if he played for the Eagles, they'd probably still okay. be twelve and no, one. No, no, no. That's where we're gonna stop. That's where we're gonna just stop. And no, you get you get like this where you get players like wait. Joe Burrow. I can't you get wait like this with when, guys like Joe Burrow. I can't wait for when Jalen Hurts doesn't have this team around him and everyone forgets his name. Jalen Hurts is not shit. It's oh crazy. God. You said the same shit about Burrow. No, I said that shit about the Bengals. I have never said Joe Burrow individually is bad. I don't know, man. After he threw four picks in week one this year, you were like, they were frauds. He's a fraud. You were Okay, well, okay, well, evidently there there was going to be some extreme bad blood on the end of the Bengals. I'm just saying, dude, I, I've watched enough of the Eagles, and all I see Jalen Hurts do is throw to A.J. Brown with 10 yards of separation. What about when and, he runs no, all he over teams? Good throws. Make some good throws, and he's he's got some mobility, but he's he's not anything that is just like I, I, no, I'm not salivating over him at all. Yeah. So two weeks ago, the Lions made a tackle. Last week they got to the foot. This week they're going for the kneecaps. They're biting that kneecap off. That kneecap Bite off. That kneecap. Yeah. Give me Lions lock of the week. Pick them. That's a pick. Yeah. Interesting. All they got to do is win. That's fun. Um, okay. Next up, we got Steelers at Panthers. The Panthers are two and a half point home favorites. Surprisingly, they are still in the NFC South division race. Uh, old friend Steve Wilkes has them playing better football. Uh, I'm not sure if this will be Kenny Pickett or Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky you know, starting, but. GR last two defensive coordinators for Mizzou are now head coaches. Yeah, Ryan Walters got the Purdue job, right? And yeah, and Steve Wilkes is Steve now Wilkes coaching is head coach at Carolina. Yeah, um, I'm staying away from this. I don't trust Darnold, and I for sure don't trust Trubisky. I'll take I'll take Pickett to win, but Pickett is has Pickett been ruled out? No, but I don't care. Really. Uh, what a this is just a weird game. Uh, both of these teams are very bleh. Uh, so I'll take the home team. I'll take the Panthers. Well, if the Panthers win and Bucks lose, we have a tie for first place in the division. And Carolina has the tiebreaker with Tampa. Give me Panthers. <laughs> Unbelievably. Um, yeah, that's, it's just nuts. Remember the extra point the Panthers missed versus Atlanta after the DJ Moore oh, catch? 
That, yeah. Oh God! After the PJ Walker, throw, that's gonna haunt them. That it's gonna haunt. That, them. That's the that would be the difference between them being in first place if they won this week. If Steve Wilkes can get this Panthers first... team to a playoff spot, I think he has a job, which is insane. He to probably say. does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's ludicrous how bad this division is, but they're just piss poor. Um, Dude, if they were in first place with the trajectory of going from Baker to PJ to Darnold, like. What the hell is that? Was there someone else in there too, or am I miss? Am I just thinking of I, something else? I was thinking there could have been, but I, I know they have Matt Corral or Matt Carell, but he's out for he's the year. He's out for the year, yeah. so it might have just been. I think I think they just went back to Baker. I feel like there was somebody. I, they started with Baker. Baker made PJ, two spins. They went Baker, PJ, Baker, PJ, Darnold. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been a weird year for them. Next game. Cowboys at Jaguars. Cowboys are four and a half point favorites. Jaguars are my underdog of the week at plus four and a half. I really like what I've seen out of this team, and I really like what I've seen out of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Take away that disaster of a game they had in Detroit where their defense literally did not force a singular stop. Uh, They've looked pretty solid. They beat Baltimore. They went on the road, beat Tennessee. Um, Obviously, they lost to us, but... You know, I don't expect the Jaguars to beat the Chiefs. Overall, I've liked what I've seen out of them. And Dallas, man, is due to lose. They got so lucky they were playing the Texans last week because anybody else in the league would have beaten them. I like I liked Jacksonville at home to win this game. And I, and I think Jacksonville is a team that is going to really finish this season strong and go into next year with some positive momentum. Um, I'll take the Jaguars as well, actually. I think Dallas is kind of going to start a skid here. Um, they had a rough week last week. Um, yeah. and now they got to go to Jacksonville. Who's a team that is looking a little bit like they found, they found a little something last week. I said that so many times with the Jaguars and they went on that five. Yeah, then, they, then they proved you wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, they got a good win over the Titans. Um, and we'll see. I like, obviously don't think that they're going to win the AFC South anymore, unfortunately, but, um, they they're playing better i'll say this the jaguars are i mean they're they still have a chance very very small chance to uh make the playoffs but i think they're playing for next year and how to look next year they have christian kirk they have travis Etienne, and they have calvin ridley and trevor lawrence that team will be good i think this is a building stone a building block year for uh doug peterson and the jags but i'm still gonna go dallas i think it'll be close i don't mind the jags plus four and a half Think about where this team would be if instead of hiring Urban Meyer, they would have hired Doug Peterson a year ago. Like, they would be – that's probably what they'll be next year, honestly. So, you know, they're just probably a year behind that. But, yeah, Peterson's done a great job with Lawrence. Lawrence has looked like the number one pick now. Uh, Jacksonville's got a lot to be excited about. Next game, this is going in the afternoon slate. Cardinals at Broncos. This is going to be a terrible game. Denver's three-point home favorites. Obviously, Kyler tore his ACL last night, ripped to my fantasy team, uh, and probably ripped to Cliff Kingsbury's job. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really give a shit about this game. It's probably going to be Colt McCoy versus maybe Russell Wilson, maybe Brett Rippon. I'm never going to – but I would never in a million years bet on this game. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll take the Broncos. Yeah, Jackson, you never gave a pick. Yeah, I'll take Denver, I guess. Sure. I was going to say, you just said you'll never bet on it. I'm like, neither will I. Give me, uh, give me the Broncos. 
It's a fun one coming up. The Patriots at the Raiders. Uh, Belichick versus Josh McDaniels. Patriots are one-point road favorites right now. And mm, historically, Bill Belichick has owned his former coordinators. Most of the time he has. Um, but, man, this New England team just doesn't feel like it has any juice to me. But then again, do the Raiders kind of just pack it in after the way that they just got beat versus the Rams? There's a lot of question marks in this game. I will take the Raiders to win this game. Uh, but, man, these are two confusing teams to me. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I'll take the Raiders. I think Bill Belichick's integrity needs to be brought into question a little bit. Um, why is Matt Patricia their offensive coordinator? They have the most milquetoast offense ever. Like I said, for like the first time ever, I watched the red zone the whole time. Every time the Patriots came on, they just throw screens. It's insane. Um, maybe get a little more creativity in there. So I'll take the Raiders just based on that premise. I don't care for this game, though. Give me the Raiders. No, Patriots, Patriots. Thank God they flexed this out of Sunday Night Football. Because Mac Jones in prime time is disgusting. Um, next game. This one's pretty interesting. The Titans... The 7-6 Titans headed to the 7-6 Chargers, and the Chargers are three-point favorites. Man, this kind of feels like the season for both of these teams, right? Falling to 7-7 kind of feels detrimental for both, Um, but especially the Chargers, uh, because the Titans at least still have that shitty division. The Chargers really need this win badly still. Um, mm, ah, Gosh, I'm going to take the Chargers. I, I I should know better than to trust them to win back-to-back big games. But I, I can't help but like Justin Herbert. And I think with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back healthy, this is a different team. Yeah, I got the Chargers in this one. I don't see the Titans having a massive skid. But having said that, the AFC South could get interesting if the ja- the Jaguars manage to fulfill your underdog of the week. Um, because they still have to play the Jaguars in the last week. I believe the Jags play like a couple of softballs. Well, the Jags just beat them in Tennessee. Yeah, they just beat them in Tennessee. Yeah, and the, yeah. for the first time so, in sixteen years or something like that. Sheesh. Yeah, but you you are relying a lot on the Jags to have a pretty good kick to the end. But uh, either team could fall into a bit of a. Well, if Tennessee loses like this, the Chargers it's the would third be screwed, loss. and the Titans could. Yeah, the Titans would be right back in a divisional uh, race mm-hmm. if they lose this game. So I will take the Chargers. Jackson, you didn't do anything about lock of the week, right? Nope. Okay, I'll just make sure. Give me, uh, give me the Titans. They have to find something back, right? Maybe. Historically, you take Mike Vrabel as an underdog and fade him as a favorite, but we'll yeah, see. we'll see. He's kind of that Mike Tomlin coach where he's just motivational, and whenever your team has no chance, it feels like he gets them up. Well, they also just kind of bring bring you down in the mud. Oh, that's kind of their style. The thing with like, Tennessee is like they have one winning formula, and it's to play in a close, low-scoring game and rely yeah, on exactly. Derrick Henry. And whenever bring you they, down in the mud. And like the last two weeks, the Eagles and Jaguars have gotten so far up ahead of them that they have to abandon that game plan, and it, it exposes them. Yep. And now that they don't have AJ Brown or anything like that, it's pretty hard for them to throw the football at all. Yeah. So. I mean, their GM literally got fired for that trade, so that's tough. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. We have the horseshoe up the ass bowl. 
It's the Bengals yes. at the Buccaneers. The Bengals are three and a half point favorites. I've these are the two luckiest quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. One's just at the beginning of his career. One's looking like it's towards the end. Is there one final horseshoe? Is there I hope one this is a tie. final horseshoe up someone's ass? Is there? No, there's not. Cincinnati is going to beat the Buccaneers. I like Cincy. And I would like a nice, favorable horseshoe here um, to keep the Bengals having to go on the road to open the playoffs up. But in some ways, maybe you'd rather them win the division and get the three seed because then they'd have to play the Dolphins as opposed to the Titans. Um, yeah, I will take the Bengals, though. Um, they, uh, they're, they're definitely... A scary team for a lot of reasons, and the Buccaneers have slipped by a couple of times and haven't been playing their best football, especially after they got hammered by Brock Purdy. All right. Give me... I want to say Bucks, but give me the Bengals. I, I did too, man. Something about this. Just I wanted to say Tampa. If Tampa wins this, it put them in a great position. The quarterbacks that they'd face the rest of the season would be Colt McCoy, Sam Darnold, and Desmond Ritter. So it's a big game if Tampa's able to pull it out. If not, they're going to be sitting at 7-7, seven and seven, and the last two weeks of their season are against the Panthers and Falcons. So a lot would be on the line. Um, all right, that's all the day-slash-afternoon games on Sunday. Here goes Sunday Night Football. It's the it's Giants. Really what? This is a really good game. Giant, this got flexed into Sunday Night Football. The 7-5-1 Giants at the 7-5-1 Commanders. These two teams tied two weeks ago. The Commanders are four-and-a-half point home favorites. Taylor, Heineke, John, I mean, this is, this, your bet's getting interesting now. It's We're really getting yeah. down to it. Giants There's can a... only afford one, lo- one more loss or else Jackson hits. Yeah, they can only afford one more loss. It is interesting. The couple of things you have to look at. Uh, Giants remaining games at Commanders, at Vikings, versus Colts, at Eagles. Um, Vikings is probably like, this, these are two teams that uh, Vegas hates. So <laughs> that would be um, a pretty interesting Vegas hates bowl. Yeah. Um, but I will take the Commanders in this one, basically putting me away. Um, if the football, or excuse me, if the Giants don't win... Um, and my best hope is the Eagles sitting everyone week 18. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. Which is very possible. Which is very, yeah, very that, possible. The timeline is lining up to that. Seeing as the <laughs> Eagles are only have to play the worst teams in the freaking NFL. They still do except have a for the game. Cowboys. Yeah, I say, they still do have a game with Dallas. But, yeah. Hey, I, mean, I can't. It, it is something. Look, when you're playing on a second-place schedule, when you're not playing a first-place schedule every year like the Chiefs, you get layups. Like it just happens. They, they, they are running a fast break all year. They I said at the beginning of the year, I was like, this team will probably win 11-plus games. I didn't think they'd be this good, but I was like, they're going to win the NFC East. Because I looked at their schedule, and I was like, what? that is the easiest schedule in the league. Sure enough, it really has Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but I, have actually, I will too. take the Commanders because I just have a belief in Taylor Heineke and his ability to pull out games. I don't know what it is, but that guy... I think he has an honorary horseshoe up his ass. I think you could give him an honorary one. Um, Pull out game strong. I'd give the commanders this win. I think the commanders 
are right in the thick of it for a playoff game, and I would love to see Commanders Vikings. Heineke and Cousins would be a great watch. Oh yeah, they are absolutely right in the thick of it. I mean, they're in the playoff spots right now. Yep, yep, um, yep. At that, I you know one thing I have to say about this game too, I could totally see a tie. <laughs> Again, yeah, another tie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that would happen. be so fun. It could happen. Yes. How she picked yet? No. Give me the Commanders. I agree. Monday night football. It's the Rams and Baker Mayfield headed to Green Bay. And the Packers. Packers are 5-8. and eight. Still have a little chance to make the playoffs if they run the table, which they won't. But uh, they do have a chance. But the line is Green Bay minus 7. <laughs> Give me Rams plus 7 for lock of the week. <laughs> this just feels way too easy. I don't even know how this line is 7. I don't... I mean, Green Bay is not a good football team, man. I know the Rams haven't had a good year, but I I don't trust Green Bay to beat anybody by seven. So give me, give me... The only team that Green Bay has beaten by seven this year is the Bears twice. It's, like, it's the only team they've been able to beat by seven. Every other win they have was a two-point win, a three-point win, a three-point win. Like, they don't beat team, the Only the Bears they can beat. So yeah, I like the Rams plus seven. Baker adds a little life and spark to the Rams that they needed. But I do like Green Bay to win by a field goal in typical Green Bay fashion. Uh, I'll take the Rams to win this game. Um, I don't know. I Give me the Rams as well. Oh, some freaking haters right there. All right. I'll see how it is. All right, well, that's uh, that's all for Week 15. Josh, you want to recap everyone's picks? John has Chiefs minus 14. I have the Lions as a pick em. Jackson, I'm not going to lie. I did not get your lock of the week. Rams plus seven. Seven at Green Bay. And then under the lock of the week, John has Seahawks versus 49ers. I have Falcons at New Orleans. Jackson has Jaguars against Dallas. Also, is Jaguars pronounced Jaguar or Jaguar or Jaguars? I don't I say, even know how to I say, say it. Jaguars. No, I say what do I say? I say the Jaguars. I say Jaguars. Yeah, I say Jaguars. I, I say Jaguars. Um. Okay. Well, that's all for NFL Week 15. Josh, you know what time it is. This is going to be a terrible three weeks, three or four weeks. Race for the tenth seed is not going to be energetic. Got to keep the voice down somewhat. That's all right. Number 13, OKC, okay, you're just a little bitch. You're 11 16. Number 12, it's what What could we say? LaBenched, LaBust. LaBenched. I don't think he got blessed. La, La MVP, no more. La Cry, if he breaks a scoring record. La Cron't Cry, if he doesn't win a championship trying to get those two mixed up on purpose it's the lakers at 12 seed number 11 i like popeyes no that's not racist, racist. it's anthony edwards and anthony edwards and the Timberwolves. the fact that they're still down this far kind of sucks like yeah so far so far the rudy gobert trade has backfired terribly wrong for them too number 10 it's the team he got traded from is the Utah Jazz. Number nine, this team will be good. It's just a matter of time when they're two and eleven on the road. They're not the road dubs. They get home dubs. It's the Golden State Warriors. Number eight, this man got a technical for yelling at his own teammate. It's Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. 
Number seven, it's John's most favorite team of all time, the Los Angeles Clippers. Number six, it's Portland Trailblazers. Number five, I just have to say it, guys, because they're still up here. It's the Sacramento Kings, and they're losing thirty-five to fifty to the Sixers. So I'll say that. I think we're going. I think we're going back down to reality here. <laughs> but as of this recording, they're still there. John, uh, not John, Josh. Uh, would you look at who the one seed is in the West? Would you? You know what? It's actually like blurred out. Oh, is it? Is it? Y- yeah. Um. Well. It is a team that has a guy who's averaging twenty-five, seven, and four on sixty-one percent shooting. I think that was like Demontis Sabonis like three years ago. I, I don't. Are you looking at the right year? No, I'm looking at Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans, who are the number one ah, seed in the ah, Western Conference at eighteen ah, and eight, and Zion's I having see. an All-Star year. Don't know why John just left, but he did for a second, and he's back. Uh, but yeah, it it is the Pelicans who have the best record in the West, and Zion's having an All Star yes. year. Yeah, yeah. Just thought I'd, just thought I'd yeah. mention that. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, which is just so bizarre. You know, apparently he's a bust, but he is putting up some good numbers. Hey, you were wrong about Zach Wilson. I can be wrong about Zion, but I'm not wrong yet. You are wrong. I am wrong. If I'm, I'm, very if I'm wrong, wrong about Zach Wilson, you're wrong about Zion. No, Zach Wilson he's, got yes cut. He did not get cut. First of all, second of he's all, he's gonna get cut. He okay. he hasn't even he hasn't he's been a healthy scratch the past four weeks. John or Josh, we're gonna like USA Russia trade this shit. All right, I will give you Zach Wilson as a bust if you admit that Zion isn't a bust. Zion's not a bust. Zach Wilson's a bust. Zach okay, a bust. and we've officially done it. It has happened. See, it's over. That was some Biden and fucking Putin shit right there. I had to oh. Get- my God. No, I think that was actually an okay trade deal as far as the history of trade deals go. Um, I, you know, I got to say, I think that the Pelicans have an interesting shot at um, winning the West. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And representing them in the finals or just getting the one seed? Winning, representing Both. them in the finals. Did you guys? No, I, actually, I'll save this. I'll save this because it's my D4 of the week. Uh, I'll. I'll, like, and you know, I think that um, one thing that happened that was interesting last night in the NBA, my Leonard kind of looked, kind of looked cold as shit. Kind of <laughs> went off for his for his shit. one out of every eight games a year that he looks insane <laughs> until um, the playoffs, and then he then he looks pretty good. I'll tell. I'll say one thing though, Stephen A. Smith. I look. I know I'd shit talk Stephen A. Smith. I'm not saying this out of a negative to Stephen A. Smith thing, but every day when I open up the Clippers ESPN page. There are so many hilarious different sound bites. Like today, it's Stephen A. explains how the Clippers could be a threat in the West. Like last week, there was one that Stephen A. said that like the Kawhi Leonard trade was like the Clippers like getting Kawhi Leonard was like the worst move in the history of basketball. He Bro, said that I'm telling week. you that like as much as like NFL media is toxic, NBA might be worse because I saw I saw a video today of like regrading the 2022 first round draft. I'm like, it's been a fucking month. <laughs> what are we what are we regrading it's like and it had chet going at fifth i was like what has happened to put chet at fifth i was like what it's just bonkers man it, this hot takes man they're flying. they have uh cumberbatch who above five benedict cumberbatch or whatever oh, his name I, is? I honestly did oh wait no that dude that dude's that's, uh that that's dr Doctor strange, strange. yeah that's ask. dr strange i was like who the hell are you benedict, talking about benedict merthen yes yeah i was like who the hell are you talking about yeah uh, i don't remember to it's, be honest but 
Yeah. Uh, they still I knew had, Cumberbatch didn't sound right. I mean, they they did have a brain cell because they had... Uh, bro, I'm blanking the dude's name. What's what the team? Dude, what's the dude for the magic? Pache... Isaac, or, I was about to say Isaac. Paulo Bon... Bon... Checo? Panchero. Bancaro? Panchero. Ben, Panchero. Yeah. I keep thinking Pacheco now. Uh, but yeah. All right. Um, I don't want to talk about college basketball for obvious reasons. Um, so let's just not. Um, let's definitely not do that. And let's, let's just. Mizzou is shit. I kind of called it. Like, I'm not. Like, guys. No, we're not I talking did about not. It. We're You just, didn't call it. I texted the group chat the night before we were going to. And get... I said I was going to take KU minus three and a half. I knew we were going to get our stuff Okay. Ran. Here's the thing I was fully on board that we were going to get our ass kicked until Vegas put that line out. And then I just couldn't understand it. Because I'm never going to pretend to be smarter. It's your fault. I'm never going to pretend to be smarter than Vegas, bro. There's so many obvious lines, in my opinion, that end up getting burnt. They burn me. So I wasn't going to act like I knew more. But I did know more. They'd never watch Mizzou play basketball because that was... And that's what I said. I wish this was saved. I literally said, you're like, dude, I can't believe Vegas did this. I'm like, you want to know why? Because who the hell watches Mizzou basketball? No one. Okay. I could have told you this was going to happen. If I could have been up in Iowa on game day... I would have put a hundred dollars on it, it and is I've very, never done that. Very rare for Vegas to miss that badly on a line. Just put that, that out was there. awesome. Just put it out there. Um, so no college basketball talk today. Um, oh, college- let me ask you today, today. Sorry. Well, it'll be independent of the game. You think Mizzou makes the tournament? No. no. Okay, good. I I, I said sure. we were a bubble team, and after that. I knew that was eventually going to happen. When we played a good defensive team that stopped us, we were screwed because we don't have defense. Like, this this was not a shock to me. It was more of a letdown, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It, it just was terrible. I just wanted I, them to uh, show up. But they got their ass beat just as bad as they did last year, basically. Last year was 102 to 65. This year was 95 to 67. It was barely any better. So you're telling me in about eight years we'll be, we'll be there. If we keep chipping down. Yeah, we're chipping a little bit away at score each time. Uh, Let me that's ask you good this. with me. How is it that we came to the SEC as a Big 12 team, a basketball conference, and somehow our football team is a million times better, and they're still shit? Oh. Speaking of Mizzou football, they did get, I, I think, Theo Wise Jr. I, think I forgot how to pronounce yeah, his name. Yep. Great amazing. addition. He won't mean shit unless we sign or unless we get a QB. Plain and simple. What's the DJ? NC State kid is. So He's not good. coming. NC State. If we can get the NC, if we can get the NC State kid, if we can get Coastal Carolina, yeah. we don't need a big time QB, John. We just I'll, need I'll ask you about this. He's been terrible where he's been, but he was a four star coming out of high school. Graham Mertz. He entered. No, the, he entered no. The portal. That mean if he can't succeed at Wisconsin, which is a running but football like, team, no that means he can't succeed Wisconsin. in that. When's the last? Russell Wilson's the last because Wisconsin quarterback to do shit. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to do good at Wisconsin because you can to run the ball. From Overland Park. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't hate looking at him. I'm I wish saying... you could have just got one of the Daniels brothers. Not even brothers. One of the Daniels quarterbacks. Life would be so simple right now. We would have been the SEC championship. We would have killed KU. We would have done everything right. But you know what, Elijah? Did? Let me let me go get no one. Oh no, no! Don't say no one. We went and got Jack Abraham to play his seventh year of college football. I was gonna say I literally was about to say except a seventh year quarterback. <laughs> the fact that we both thought about Jack Abraham there kind of speaks a lot about Mizzou football right now. Uh, like, well, what the hell? 
Uh, does then the NC State dude have Drinkwitz as his coach at one point? Yes. I should. Like his offensive coordinator? Yes. So, yes. like, obviously Drink is going to call him up, but oh, it's going to be like, will you do I know they're recruiting. I've seen it all over. No, I guarantee you they're not because I guarantee you teams like Clemson are probably recruiting him even harder. He stays in conference. He knows the program he's going to. Well, here he's taking a risk oh, with Oh, he's Drinkwitz. not going to Clemson. And Clemson's got their new kid. I forget the kid. Let name. me say this, too. If – Mizzou sucks next year. I'm officially see a lot, and I really like the guy. But see ya. Well, what's oh yeah, what's no, they, they have and I also I also loved sure. on Saturday when he got he brought pizza and was the nicest person on campus. And what does he get in return? Start Sam Horn chance. Like that is the most Mizzou thing I've ever seen, and I loved it. Dude, in in fairness, we should not be starting Sam Horn, dude. John, just because he had one hospital pass, he was pretty damn good on that drive. No, he's not shit. He sucks. Yeah, John is, right. John's just being pessimistic so he doesn't get his hopes up and get hurt. Um, you, you know sad. what we did last year in our bowl game? We started Brady Cook. This year, we might as well start Sam Horn and see what he has. And if he's, he's great, well, that was then good. we get our first bowl. Win. That I get that. Transferred. But yeah, I uh, dude, I want to see the Brady Cook bowl. Come on. Come on. I will say Come this. On. If we I, – I don't – I think this. We get a QB this year, Sam Horn transfers. We don't get a QB this year, Sam Horn stays. What do you maybe, want? Maybe. One good year or two, one good year next year or two good years after it's that. It's not year. uncommon in the SEC to be a backup quarterback as a freshman and sophomore and then take over. I was just about to say the same thing. Like It's not uncommon but for that. Tua, Tua and Nack and even CJ, not CJ, uh, who was the quarterback before CJ, uh, Justin Fields. You know, Fields was there. Yeah. Thinking of Ohio State from like 2014 to 2018 had all senior quarterbacks that all went through the program. But I just don't think Mizzou has that type of no, we don't history have the, and tradition. you got to actually have a quarterback that's playing well, and you've got to be winning to to be able to convince a guy of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I to all the people saying, you guys ducked KU, Wake Forest is a tougher team than KU, and I'll say that confidently. I think Wake Forest is a way tougher matchup for Missouri than KU would have been. This is a team that beat a Florida State at Florida State on the fucking road at Florida State, took Clemson to double overtime. This is not a slouch team in this bowl, this Gasparilla Bowl. I think, honestly, Mizzou set themselves up tougher than it would have been if it was Kansas. I think they did, what? too. I think they did, too. I think that it's just obvious that Mizzou didn't want to not have anybody go to their Kentucky game. Yes. And I'll say this too. We we also don't want to lose. We probably knew we were going to lose to Kansas in basketball. We don't want to lose to them in football too. Yeah, yeah. Where this whole book gets flipped on us, and we're the people in the book getting laughed at. Well, shit. And I ask again, Jim Sterk, why did you schedule this game? Yeah, terrible. Dickhead. Just beyond incompetent. All right, let's go into D4 of the week. D4 of the week time. Let's go. My my D4 of the week. I actually had one too. God. I'll go. Okay. Okay, go ahead. The new NBA award names. Holy shit, this is bad. So have you guys They're seen not this? Bad. Okay, but have you seen the trophies? They're actually kind of cool. No, listen the to this shit. One's only cool MVP, one. the Michael Jordan trophy. Literally didn't even have the most MVPs. It was Kareem. Um, Depoy, Hakeem, sure. Uh, Rookie of the Year, Will Chamberlain, sure. Six-man, Havlicek, sure. I'm fine with most of these. Until Clutch... Oh, the fact that six-man isn't Jamal Crawford is, 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 is a crime, yes. Yeah. This is a new award. 
Clutch Player of the Year. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, terrible. And it's Jerry West, who was 1-7 in the finals. Jerry West? His nickname nickname was Mr. Clutch. But he went 1-7 in the finals. How are we naming a Clutch Award after a guy who won one NBA Finals? Like, okay, in fairness to him, the Boston Celtics back then were like, I don't, complete I, that's bullshit. fine. That's fine. Jordan should have been the clutch player. It should have been. Uh, yeah, but then if Jordan, if you have Jordan as no, like I'm this, Abdul Jabbar should, should have been MVP. And I know, but it's equally as stupid because then the Jordan Award is just a damn afterthought. Like. True. I mean, it, okay. you could have given it but to Lillard. You realize people are going to be like, it's going to be MVP. Like, they're not going to say, oh, it's a Michael Jordan award goes to. It's the MVP goes to. You know, it's just stupid. It it just doesn't matter. Uh, it's just, yeah, I, I just think it's dumb. And Clutch Player of the Year is not an award that is needed. It is just simply not an award that was – who thought of that? Who? Clutch What's your D for it, John? Uh, my D forward is anyone that has ever said anyone but Lionel Messi is the greatest player. Of I agree. Time. And that's I even would... as someone that has only been watching soccer for the better part of like five actual years. Um, yeah, man, that guy, I don't care if you don't like soccer. I don't care if anything you are doing yourself dirty. If you don't turn on the TV Sunday morning at nine, because if it's not, guy it's going to be France versus Argentina. And if it's Argentina versus Morocco, then I might yeah. not turn it on. What? You wouldn't want to see Argentina versus Morocco? I feel like I, Argentina oh. versus Morocco would be a great game. It'll be a good game, obviously. I'll just be pissed because I, I want I need France to win. I don't want them. I, I would, and yeah, Why do you I need know. France to win? No reason. Okay. No reason. No. Um, I'm pulling for Morocco, to be honest. Uh, I don't want to see. Dude, I had a great D4 of the week. I don't want to see D. Not to, I don't want to see France run it back. Yeah, I don't want D4 either. Um, my D4 of the week is Harry Kane. No, no. <laughs> shut the this. hell up. Shut the I'll hell just up. With this one. Hey, I he mean, choked the PK. That's Indiana. Indiana lost in PKs yesterday in the NCAA championship. I'm only seeing this on Twitter or else I wouldn't have anything. I'm not just trying to keep the soccer related like always. They lost in PKs in the championship, national championship, and the people running the Jumbotron put up congratulations, two-time champions, Indiana, and everyone was just on the ground crying while Syracuse was like celebrating like crazy. So that's a, that's a terrible D4 of the week, but, you know. Dumbass. Before the week goes to John Sherman, we're gonna re-sign yeah. Zach Greinke, and John Sherman's gonna think everything's okay. A pissing men. John Sherman can eat my crap. Eat that guy, and his eyebrows look stupid as shit. <laughs> you do. you tell him, John. You they tell really him. Do. That, that's actually not. That one's actually true. And he can put that stadium where the sun don't shine. All right, hold on, boys. This is a new quote. It's straight from John Sherman. John Sherman asked why why a taxpayer should foot part of the bill. Quote, we are asking we do this together. You will hold us accountable to deliver benefits on your behalf. We will be beside you with a very significant investment. End quote. (laughs) I call horse shit. Our, our good friend Carrington Harrison said, "This is an hilar- This is a hilarious answer." 
Carrington was going at it with Mizzou fans. Yeah, I did see that. I was like, Carrington, probably shut up. You're not as important as Elijah Drinkwitz. John Sherman says that private capital will take care of both the ballpark and all ballpark district. Oh, yeah. Look, I like Carrington, and I appreciate him coming on the show, but that guy's got some screws loose recently. (laughs) The Mizzou stuff? That and just every time... The, the U.S. lost to a country with a lower population than the United States in the World Cup. He was just like, I don't understand how we're so shit at soccer. We've got 300 million people. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, you are an idiot. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and also, just his his college sports takes are annoying. In my okay. Yeah. I mean, I think oh, to a casual, terrible. I think to a casual soccer fan, it doesn't make understand. It doesn't make sense. Why? Yeah, but let me ask you this: Who in Wales plays any sport besides soccer? You know, that's the problem. That's the difference. If if we prioritize soccer as the only main sport here, we'd be freaking insane. There was the football World Cup for NFL. Like, it there'd be no competition. It's not like China would be kicking our ass, you know, no. just because they have a billion people. I, yeah. 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 No, you're right. You're but totally- anyway. That- He'd be, be just a little better. I like you, though, Harry. Carrington has good shit, too. I don't want to completely slander him. Everybody, including sometimes, us, has shitty takes. That's sometimes like, he goes a little Nick Wright. A little Nick Wright. It's that Kansas City blood, baby. It's that Kansas yeah. City. We probably do it, too, but we're just stupid. Oh, and... no, we absolutely do. I'm Dude, I just called Jalen Hurts a terrible quarterback for the entirety of this podcast, which he is. He sucks. All right, well, that'll be it for this week's episode. We'll catch you all next week. Peace.